What's up, everybody, and welcome back to Sensibly Loud Radio. It's your main man, J-Mac, here on this lovely Wednesday evening at Sensibly Loud HQ in Dallas, Texas. I am in the studio with Mountain Carl and Brandon. Be easy. What's going on, boys? What's hey, gentlemen. Welcome back. Once again, feels like it's been a while. Hasn't been that long. Yep, just going through the uh, crazy thing called life, and before you know it, uh, it's Wednesday again. Exactly. Brandon, you just spent a little bit of time in the trees in Arkansas. How was that? That was good. I went and visited my grandparents and uh, some family up in North Little Rock and enjoyed the uh, 95% humidity and everything else, but uh, <sighs> Brutal. it was great to get away. It's nice up there, right? I've never been up to Arkansas really too much. Oh, yeah, it's real nice. Once you get past Texarkana, you just see a bunch of trees and you know a lot of, uh, a lot of lakes and rivers and everything else. Uh, people are nicer up there. Uh, people are better drivers up there than they are down here. So that was a nice escape. It's less populated too, though, right? So, I mean, that's part of it. Yeah. Yeah. Not to mention uh, staying up late watching uh, my grandparents' new widescreen and all they have is standard definition channels. And uh, <laughs> But thankfully they had a TV land. So I watched a bunch of reruns of King of Queens. So you can't go wrong with that. Holy that's shit. sweet, sweet four by three perspective. Oh, it's- yeah. Yeah. King of Queens is on TV land now. God, that's upsetting. That does not feel yep. that old of a show. Yeah. Followed by two and a half men. Yeah, we have aged poorly. I don't know I if that's that, what that tells me. Is it that or is it that TV land has changed from what we once knew it as? Well, you know, I, I think whenever it started, it was like classic uh, TV. Yeah, it was like old stuff. Yeah, it was yeah, like All in the stuff. Family and Sanford and Son and Quincy. Family Ties. Yeah, yeah Quincy. <laughs> what a show. Um, yeah, no, it was. But but it's progressively kind of followed through the ages. But I didn't think we were at the 2000s mark. But I mean, I guess that was 20 years ago almost. Yeah, I was watching uh, one episode. You probably remember it, Justin, of uh, King, King of Queens. And it's where Carrie gets a new job. She's trying to make friends with all these people that live in the city. And Doug wants nothing to do with it. Yeah. So they have a great night. And all of a sudden, she's, she's like, Carrie's like, OK, well, I'm going to go make some coffee in the kitchen. So he raises his shirt up and he's like, is this too much chest hair? Feel it, feel it. It's it's <laughs> it really soft. Is hair. this too much? Yeah. And they just freak out. They won't tell Carrie why they don't want to make plans with them again. <laughs> yeah, dude. He's just he wants to close the bubble as he refers it to. Yeah, the dome. Yeah, yeah he's like dome. all is quiet in the dome. <laughs> yeah, he keeps saying all's quiet in the dome every time he scares off people. It's unbelievable. Yeah. Or he'll talk like, about like he'll just like randomly like as soon as she like leaves, say she gets up to go to the bathroom, he'll just like be laughing and having a good time, and all of a sudden just break out his wallet and say, so how much will it cost me for you two to get it on in front of me right now? Yeah. <laughs> and it's just like, oh my God. It's like everybody's worst nightmare of being out with like, you know, a new couple you don't really know. And all of a sudden it gets super weird. It's it's a fantastic episode. That show was brilliant in so many different ways. Oh yeah. Jerry Stiller is amazing on that show too. But I mean, isn't he always, I mean, is there, any, can you guys name a bad Jerry Stiller thing? Not really. That's a good question. Yeah. I mean, we've been on a, a gambit of watching like older movies and stuff we haven't seen in a while lately. We watched Zoolander not too long ago. And I mean, his role in Zoolander is like the the big time fashion agent. It's just hysterical. Oh, yeah. That is, uh, is Kevin James doing anything besides Netflix movies now? Uh, yeah, he doesn't. He still have his own show. Uh, was it Kevin Can Wait or something that like that? That got canceled. Oh, did it? That show pissed me off because they basically killed off the mother after the first season and then didn't really specifically address it. Just sort of like it would be like if like Brandon just like left the show and we never really specifically address it. But we just kind of talk around it like you're not really there. You know, like it it was really strange the way they did that. 
we they, had a show before he showed up and then uh you know then, i got invited back no right <laughs> and then we just kept the name you know it just it's it was weird so it was that and then they added leah remini to it so it was basically like king of queens but sh- they had like they spent like a whole season trying to figure out the weird dynamic between them like were they friends were they lovers because they like literally killed the wife off like she died like yeah, they just, she wasn't bad either i mean no. they just kind of the first thing was, was funny or it was a case of like she was just a pain in the ass to work with you know and made life difficult because you know there's a lot of actors out there that are always just and, and co-workers too as you know uh that are just difficult people to work with and they're always causing yeah. drama dude i hate working with ben i know what you mean <laughs> <laughs> shit you know bring out the oh, wow. yeah i'll be i'll be back later i can't do this right now let's just talk about it let's just get it out there no i'm just kidding um yeah no for sure i so it could have been that but i think it was more that that was right when leah rimini got away from the whole scientology thing and was really kind of making a comeback and i think they wanted to add her to the show and they didn't really know how to do it and like because that's the thing like you can't just have another king of queens like that that wasn't gonna work so you had to come up with some different dynamic, and they just couldn't really decide what that was. And it was a shame. I feel like they should bring King of Queens back. Dude, it, I think it kind of ended at a good time. It didn't go on for too long. True. In the age of recycled television, they could make it happen, though. Oh, no doubt. No doubt about well, it. Kind of like Seinfeld. I'm glad like it ended when it, when it should have. And I've heard Seinfeld talk about this. Like, you know, you got to end while you're ahead rather yep. than becoming stale. And I thought it was great that he showed up in, you know, Larry David's show. Oh, dude, the whole season nine of uh, of Curb is basically like them writing the new Seinfeld. And the way it's done is just it it like goes like it because it shows them like on the set of filming Seinfeld with all the actors and everything. And it's like it's there, but it's not really there. It was a really neat way they did that. I, I enjoyed it. Yep. And of course, there's like Michael Richards, who's just like aloof to everything because Larry takes him to the restaurant and it's got boobs all over the wall and he's just distracted by all the pictures of the boobs and doesn't know what he's talking about just like blindly is like uh-huh yeah uh, yeah i agree okay yeah and doesn't even know that he agreed to do the seinfeld show it's absolutely fantastic so kramer that's awesome yeah. <laughs> it's awesome but uh yeah i was it's funny though like this kind of comes up though because uh like i said we've been watching a lot of movies that we haven't seen in a while and two of them that we watched the other day was one jerry Maguire. Thoughts? Oh boy! <laughs> Just thoughts in general. I mean, uh, Tom Cruise in his prime. I mean, hell! I mean, Minority Report came on the other day, and I was like, "Wow, that guy is young." I feel old as shit right now. So Fair. it was, uh, yeah, no, it. But no, I love, I love Jerry Maguire. Um, awesome! That kid, that kid <laughs> melted like everybody's hearts in the entire world. Dude, that kid. And how- is he like goofy as hell and in a rock band now? What is he doing? You know what he was in the year after that? Because I actually looked into this. Is he was in mm. Stuart Little, the remake of Stuart Little. So he was peak child actor. Oh, yeah. It was like a year yeah. around that. Do you remember yeah. that movie, Brandon? Much? Yeah. I'm trying to think of who, who did Jerry Maguire. Was it Cameron Crowe or someone like that? Somebody like that. I'd have to yeah. look. It's probably someone pretty prolific uh, in in regards to character development because that movie was just dripping of character development from everything from Cuba Gooding Jr. to to him to you know Renee Zellweger's character and and everybody was, everybody was just real and uh, you know I think yeah uh, Carl hit it on the nose it's definitely during his prime but it, it just seems like Tom Cruise has 
different peaks of primes every decade. It's That's pretty, a good point. That's yeah. very true because he's been like the same looking person for 30 years. <laughs> it's crazy. Brandon, um, you're correct. Cameron Crowe yeah. wrote and directed that movie. I was just going to okay. tell you. Okay. Yeah, and I agree. And I don't know that I've ever seen anything bad that Cuba Gooding Jr. has done either. Have you guys? Uh, well, he was in radio, so <laughs> <laughs> I mean, like that happened. Um, I mean, don't but, go full retard. But yeah, <laughs> <laughs> okay, different movie, uh, still funny. Yeah, different uh, movie, definitely calling it back. Um, yeah, got Tropic but, Thunder, so good. He but was now good the, as uh, radio, though, right? Wasn't that a good movie? I, I only think I saw it maybe once. Yeah, I have no idea if it was a good movie or not. I just know that it always gets referenced for. <laughs> Like not Oscar worthy, you know. Like, uh, yeah, it's it's a running joke now, you know. But but all right, let's dig this down for a second. Let's just go there. How is this judged? Like, I mean, can you be more like realistic as an autistic person? Is that what you're going for here? It, whenever we're looking at the, you know, taking movie, you know, awards and stuff away. Like, how do you even touch that? I have no idea. I mean, like, if you're if you're going for authenticity, perhaps he nailed it. <laughs> yeah, right? maybe. I don't know. Who's but, who's to say? But I, I, yeah, I have no, I have no clue. What, uh, what kind of training do you need to be able to judge something like that? That's my question. Uh, and how does how does one method act their way through this? Yeah. I also don't know that answer. That's a very so, um, no, it's. <laughs> I mean, I have no idea. But he's done. He's done some really great movies. We've uh, answered was, nothing here. <laughs> yeah, I, I, we we've achieved nothing with this conversation. Correct. Um, no, it was a. Uh, the one movie. How was it? Where he was a navy diver. Men of Honor. Uh, Men of Honor. Yeah. But great movie. Yeah. So he's Bobby. fantastic. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Cookie. Um, mm-hmm. Yeah. Him and De Niro were fantastic in that movie together. I haven't seen that movie in a long time. I just remember it being extremely long, but very good. Yep. Yep. Absolutely. No, I, I really enjoyed that movie. I think he's had a pretty great career. Um, he yeah. kind of, you know, definitely hit that low point there. Uh, obviously, I think radio kind of was the start of that. But back to the radio thing again, huh? Hey, well, yeah, you know, I'm, <laughs> I'm dragging this whole show down with me. Um, no, it's. Uh, he comes back and he does uh, a lot of smaller movies and then he goes into what the OJ thing. Yeah. The OJ thing was pretty, he was great in that too. He was fantastic in that overall. I mean, I don't think, I mean, how could it was really hard. That was a hard thing to like capture, I think. And nobody really knows much about juice other than he's creepy as fuck. <laughs> I mean, yeah. Yeah. Uh, OJ is, is not, probably someone that i would want to ha- well we had this conversation will we have oj on the show or not yes we, or would he or would he be on just peachy well we we're gonna hire him as an intern for just peachy right <laughs> <laughs> yeah uh american gangster he was great into oh yeah you know there's he's i mean now if you really want to start talking about movies that probably cause some downturn norbit is probably up there oh god that's uh that's eddie murphy right yeah he was in so, that yeah he was he was in norbit yes that's a problem well, i mean they're both they're both not really uh getting a high mark for that one i mean like what uh eddie murphy did a bunch of really cool stuff and then kind of came back and did his whole like the clumps and everything yeah dr doolittle yeah and then he went straight into Pluto Nash and like became a tire fire. 
Yeah. Nobody wanted to touch this guy. So I don't know what the hell. I mean, like they clearly dug Pluto Nash out of a dumpster. But, oh like, yeah. There, there is no, I mean, like there is no way that somebody thought that that was really worth releasing until they were like, this is the moment that we basically got this movie for free. Right. It felt so, like a movie that's made to get out of the end of a contract. Right. <laughs> they, they were just like, pitch it over the fence. We're done. Yeah. It was God. That was terrible. I, I only hope that one day we can sign some contract that we hate that we signed and that we just mail in a half-assed piece of material just to finish it out. I just I can't wait for that day because it'll come. To to actually peak, to know you have peaked, <laughs> yeah. and then, and <laughs> then, then, just then, then finish out really at the bottom. Yeah. That's, that's what we're going for here on the show. Yeah, we're going for the gigantic roller coaster drop is what we're looking yeah. for. Yes, that's so, the exciting part. So how did you how did y'all derive at uh, Jerry Maguire and Father of the Bride? Yeah, so Father of the Bride was the other one. So uh, classic Steve Martin movie. Uh, that one kind of came up organically just because we haven't seen it in a long time, and like I couldn't really recall some of the specifics. And I love going back and watching some of those older like John Candy, Steve Martin. Like even if some of them are cheesy, they are like yeah, for real. Eighties, nineties. It's got a yeah. nostalgia to it, you know. Exactly, and it's. Yeah. That was an early 90s movie, so I was young, like very young, so I didn't see it like when it was out. I saw it pretty far after the fact, and so it had just been a long time. And then Jerry Maguire was something I think that we kind of compromised on. Like I, I've been trying to watch some movies that Claire wants to watch, and she watches like Caddyshack with me and things like that at times. Like She doesn't enjoy that. I get it. That's okay. It's that wasn't fun. her pick? No, believe it or not. I know. Not a big Bill Murray fan. No, she, I think she's fine with Bill Murray. But regardless, it's like just, you know, not movies that she always picks. So I try to compromise a little bit, you know, be a nice person and a good husband. And uh, I'm giving myself a little credit there. Pat the back. That was that was good. Yeah, no, that was uh, nice. But it was kind of a good compromise and like, oh, man, I haven't seen Jerry Maguire in a long time either. So, you know, I was game to do it. I, I, I didn't object. I didn't hate watching either one of those. They're great movies. So, so next time, you know, be like, okay, uh, here's some other ones. Let's watch uh, Porky's and Any Given Sunday. Yeah, and now we're going to watch <laughs> Gangs of New York. <laughs> yeah, Gangs of New York, the three and a half hour version. Yeah, yeah. or uh, what, what was the Leo movie where he ate the bear or got uh, lived inside the bear? You know what I'm talking about. Revenant. Revenant. The, Re- yeah, Revenant. the Revenant. Yeah, we're going to watch The Revenant. I almost said Out Cold, and that's not right <laughs> at all. <laughs> Out Cold's an incredible movie. Yeah, Out Cold is great. Definitely uh, no DiCaprio in that one, though. But uh, going back to Father and the Bride, like I I have an older sister. She's about four or five years older than me. So I saw that movie fairly quickly after it came out to VHS back in the day. And I haven't seen that movie in a long time, but uh, it was well casted. Uh, the one scene that sticks out in my mind is when he's at the store. And he's trying to get a certain amount of hot dog buns yeah he's like i don't want this many i just want this many and he just takes it out of the package yep we've all been there, <laughs> been there before. yep <laughs> we've all been there no doubt about it it was funny we um yeah so like we kind of been on a track of watching those movies and we were on so fourth of july we were you know out at the pool and stuff like that and drinking in the sun all day and whatnot and so we ended up just getting like completely sunburned and we were just exhausted by the time we got home and we got home at like seven and i was like well i don't want to go to bed right now even though I feel like I could. So we were like looking for something to watch that we just haven't seen in a little bit. And it's just kind of like mindless. So you don't have to think about. And we came to the hangover, which is <laughs> oh, dude, man. when you haven't seen it in a while, because it was overdone. Like, I mean, we've we've talked about that on the show before. You know, four of those movies was four too many. I mean, 
It really was. Yeah. Even a little repetitive. Yeah, I get that. I think they only did three of them. Oh, really? I thought they did four. Yeah. But anyway, it, I I, th- I want to say they had planned for four, but the third one was so bad they like they xed it or something like that. Yeah, that's all those things are, are a money grab. But anyway, so we got into it, and the Zach Galifianakis thing made me think of this because those are his two best movies by a long shot: is Out Cold and The Hangover. Yeah, I think I can give you that. Due date was, eh. I don't know. He's he's yeah. he's been in so, like more more funny TV sometimes than a lot of other stuff too. So, have either of you ever checked out Baskets? Was oh, he is he a clown in that one? Yeah, or... he's like a sad failed clown. <laughs> and, and like his his mom is uh, like Louie. Yeah. Oh, really? Yeah. Louis Anderson. Oh, Louis Anderson God. plays his mom. Yeah. <laughs> I remember holy. seeing that. And I was like, I was like, holy shit, is that Louis Anderson? Like, because well, I mean, they they do him up real well. Mm-hmm. Like, I mean, like he definitely plays the part. So, dude, I it's- just I start to want to. I've I've wanted to watch that show because the premise does make me laugh, but I just never can bring myself to do it. I I just it just feels like I'm gonna be sad. It's almost like watching an episode of Louis. You know, and you're like, you know, it's funny, but you also know you're going to feel really shitty when you get done watching it. That's another FX show. Again, my yeah. theory of miserable people holds. Okay. So <laughs> yeah, we talked about this last time. Yeah, yeah this yeah, ties absolutely. right back to it. Exactly. But Baskets is one of those shows where I, I really honestly thought about it several times and just like hovered over the play button and just said, nope, can't do it. Got to maybe come back to it. But I don't know. I've been curious about it. But yeah, so we've been in that, that. I don't know, just rut of old movies and stuff like that lately. And now I feel like, so after today, Rip Torn died. So now I feel like we're going to have to go back and check out some Rip Torn movies. I mean, there are plenty. There are lots. It's awesome. Uh, What what has he been in uh, recently as far as, well, not recently, recently, but obviously MIB. Um, So Men in Black, he's been uh, Dodgeball. Dodgeball, yep. Oh, Dodgeball was so great. Did we confirm, did he actually die by being crushed by a sign? Do we... Do we get the intern to figure that out? We've we've got to put him to work because uh, that that would not only be uh, ironic but also coincidental now. Right. So pretty good. All right, we'll luck send them out. Irish. Yeah, <laughs> the luck of the Irish. We'll send them out. See if they can they can figure that out. Yeah, he he was really transcendent. Like even like just really across time, just in general, I guess he he really had like a long career. He was an actor. He's been in a lot more stuff than we probably even can remember or realize. As even far as before stuff. comedic acting. Right. Um, yeah, I mean, I think he was in uh, Beastmaster and and stuff like that, which, I mean, at the time was just, you know how all the, you know how like Hollywood will, will chunk in movie ideas and they'll basically like load them all together at the same time, like white house down and Olympus has fallen or Dante's peak and volcano. Yep. That was kind of like that with, (laughs) yeah, with, uh, what what was it? Um, it was kind of like Beastmaster and Conan or Conan. Sorry, not Conan. Yeah. Um, (laughs) Not O'Brien. Yeah. Not kind of, not Conan O'Brien, but, uh, but I mean, generally speaking, it was kind of like during that era of you know people trying to get more Conan esque yeah. you know stuff out there. So uh, real but gritty. I, I it was like a bad guy in that, which I mean, like I can't. I, I used to watch that stuff all the time, but I have no idea. Yeah, um, real gritty stuff. Gritty, gritty, <laughs> violent, uh, like weird <laughs> mystical crap for literally no reason. Um, yeah. yeah. 
I mean, I'm in. cliffhanger. The the title tells you all you need to know. It's just a lot of cliffhanging. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Which, by the way, holy crap, John Lithgow. Yeah, uh, unreal. Ace performance. Unreal. I've, <laughs> those are not usually two things that are synonymous with each other. Ah, Del. Did, do, you, do you guys ever watch Dexter? We're off the rails now. I'm sorry. No, you're good. But, I never watched Dexter. I, I watched the first episode. It just wasn't my thing. I watched the first few seasons. I need to finish that. Yeah. Did you, so did you ever get to the John Lithgow yeah. season? Okay. Yep. So you, like... I mean, I was watching uh, Third Rock from the Sun. <laughs> now that's right? a great show. Yeah, I mean, like I think I like you know crammed a few seasons of that into my brain. Yeah, and then here comes Dexter, and I'm binge watching this way after it's aired, right? Sure. And and I'm I'm like going through this, and I think it's like season three or four or something where John Lithgow comes out of nowhere, and he's like naked, and he's like strangling this woman, and I'm like, what the <laughs> fuck is going on? <laughs> <laughs> I mean, like, you are not playing to type at all, sir. So, no, it was a, it was a surprise. He's not, he's not a bad actor. He's just not always nailing it on the head as far as his career goes. I mean, so, that whole show, though, I mean, were, were they a bunch of aliens? Is that what it was? I don't even really remember. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Third Rock from the Sun, everybody oh, was an man. alien. There was nothing yeah. like a good uh, sitcom revolved around aliens, like the Coneheads. Movies Coneheads, were yeah, so funny. That's one. Alf. I, Alf, dude, Alf is one of my favorite shows ever, dude. The fact that he was always trying to snack on the house cat is just fantastic. Yeah, constant gag, definitely worth it. Yeah, he was. I mean, he was a real mooch overall. I mean, he just ate all of Willie's food all the time, and I mean, yeah, Alf was awesome. Uh, but yeah, that there was nothing like those kinds of shows. I mean, French Stewart was unbelievable in that show, Third Rock from the Sun. French Stewart as a comedic actor, kind of another thing that kind of came on late. Like he was in a uh, Stargate as like the heavy. <laughs> yeah, and, and I remember like watching that and kind of being like, again, like kind of like after after Third Rock from the Sun, going back and watching that, be like, holy shit, French Stewart you're in this movie, you know, just like trying like like tough talking people and everybody, and I was just like, this that makes no fucking sense at all. Oh, but, none none whatsoever. And they also had Wayne Knight as the cop. He was like yep. an officer Don or something like that. Oh, man, it's been so long since I've seen that show. That yeah, it was a fine show. But uh yeah, man. Rip back to Rip Torn. <laughs> Bring it back. Come on back. <laughs> Rip Torn was uh also one thing that uh, a lot of people always forget that he was on a lot of was the Larry Sanders show on HBO yes. back in the yep. day. Yep. Which was a classic. And then whenever I looked at his IMDB page, this came up, and I'm not even really concerned about who he was because I don't recall who he was in this movie, but the movie Freddy Got Fingered came up. He and... was Freddy's dad. Oh, that's right. He was. Yeah, he was like yes. trying to take the LeBaron from Freddy. Oh, yeah, and... that's right. Why do I remember this movie? I don't know. That movie's so bad. Movie. Tom Green is an asshole. Yeah, and I've got like now apparently I've got a lot of neurons firing for no reason with Freddy Got Fingered. This is terrible. <laughs> Mark I don't that. like this at all. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. That is, I, I just that whole movie, I, the whole Tom Green experience back in the day was just a terrible, terrible thing. Yeah, he tried to keep his uh, career going for a long time, and then uh, he got ball cancer, and that just <laughs> was so fitting, wasn't it? Yeah, and then he <laughs> uh, he he went to like I guess there was like the cancer special 
or something. And then like later on he came back and he was doing more talk show stuff, but it was supposed to be serious. Yeah. I'm not really sure where to put like Tom Green is not something I would necessarily put in a box. Right. You know? Yeah, like, what box is it? What box is it? I have no idea. Uh he's probably reinvented his career like four times and uh that's fine. Tom Green, I know you're listening and fuck you. I'm sure he doesn't have a lot to do. <laughs> Sure, he doesn't have a lot to do, but I just picture like whenever I sat there and saw him do the cancer special and all the talk shows after that, I, all I could think was him, you know, putting the mouse in his mouth and letting it run on his tongue. You know, like what the fuck uh, yeah. is wrong uh, with that guy? Like yeah. that guy's the worst. Didn't he marry Drew Barrymore for a little while too? Yeah, but I don't think that was for very long, right? Yeah, it was just a stint. Whatever but, uh, happened to her? Who got the rawer end of that She's deal? Still doing stuff? Is she? She was on that show uh, that recently got canceled, but it, but it had a, a cult following. Um, Santa Clarita Diet. Yep, that was it. Yep. Oh, okay, yeah. Hmm, interesting. One, one more show I probably can't watch in this house. I don't think girlfriend will allow it. No. Oh. No, I don't think. I mean, it's like about eating people. So. Yeah, it's fair. So she's not a she's not a fan of uh, cannibalism, huh? I, I you know I, I try to turn her back on to it in all the films, <laughs> but she just can't do it can't do it it's so a tough what, turn to make it really is yeah notice what, i have to put the, the qualifier uh, in there i'm like no i can't even pretend like i'm into cannibalism that won't fly <laughs> <laughs> yeah that, they don't call you martin mountain carl for nothing yeah so. yeah that's right mountain <laughs> pass carl with bones yeah, you know? it's yeah. not this is not good yeah a real donner party uh, type situation exactly it's where the missing skiers went yeah yeah, yeah. Jesus. So, uh, <laughs> again, very right. real turn. All right, I'm jumping on this wagon. How sunny Bono of you? <laughs> oh, nice. There you go. All right, we've all we've all made an inappropriate joke. It's time to move on. Yeah, <laughs> we're chipping away at this listenership pretty steadily. Well, I was going to ask Carl what other roles he has against him. Wait. Oh, in, for in me? Household. Yeah. Oh, what other rules do I have against me? Uh... We could think about that. We no, go no, on to no, the next th- subject. This is. I'll, I'll go ahead and just frame it real quick. I'll, I'll say that uh, when I when I started the relationship, it was uh, girlfriend said, "Hey, you know what? I'm really nerdy." Like, and I was like, "That's cool," because I'm a total nerd too, sure. right? And then later on, it was like, "I'm really nerdy because I'm into Star Wars," and I'm like, "I see where this is going. Yeah. You're not really nerdy. You just like Star Wars, like right." 90 percent of the population yeah there's nothing right. wrong with that no that's fine i mean she it's an olive branch honestly right. absolutely I'll, I'll take it yep you know absolutely that's good but absolutely. then i i showed my ankle uh you know a little bit of ankle and i was like i'm <laughs> wait a minute and she was like no no i'm not doing this i uh i, I can't deal with that much nerdiness so i really have to dial back the nerdiness uh, carl's all of a sudden this 1920s reporter like Oh, you see, I got to show some ankle, you know, you know, just (laughs) so 1920s reporter and cannibal. This is good. We're creating a type here. Wow. Real. That's pretty amazing. Okay. Yeah. Well, Well, that was trash. She, (laughs) no, was it? She absolutely made the the commitment though. And and you got to respect that. You know, it's, it's, uh, she stuck around for some reason. I I still don't know. She's really not going to like this whole us playing Minecraft on the Twitch stream channel, which we'll talk about here in a minute. Oh boy. (laughs) Yep, good call. Or she will. Maybe we get her to do it with us. I, I actually uh, was going to get her to. I, I, I texted her today and I said I'm going to download a baseball game. Yeah. And I said if I download a baseball game, will you play it with me? Mm-hmm. 
And, and she said, yes, and I'll kick your ass. And I was like, oh. yes, that's love right there. Game on. I can deal with that. Yeah, it's on. Uh, she had, like, I downloaded RBI Baseball, and I said, it's a shame that the only qual- you know, in- only title that I've got for baseball is RBI Baseball. Yeah, man. I mean, like, you've got the show. I do. Which, very jealous of. I hey, thought- I've got King Griffey. Oh, ah. Ken Griffey's awesome, though. Yeah, Ken Griffey's awesome. I bought a PlayStation specifically because of the show. And I love PlayStation for sports games. I do not like it for any other type of game. I don't like Red Dead Redemption on it. And I have it on there, and I hate that I do because I don't like it. I love Red Dead Redemption. I like the game. I just don't like playing it on PlayStation for whatever reason. I just like it's a much better for Xbox or for Switch. I don't think it's on the Switch actually, but I don't think it's on Switch yet. Yeah. But it'll uh, it'll come out on PC sometime soon. Yeah, it, sure absolutely. It and that that'll probably be the best, honestly. Yeah, I can I can see that being the best. But the show uh, is unmatched. It, it really is. It's an incredible baseball game, and I'm going to be doing a. I've committed to playing an entire Red Sox season with quick counts so basically ai simulates your pitch counts so you'll start on like a two and one count or a three and two count at times and it it kind of keeps the game going it makes them last about 30 to 45 minutes so i'm going to play them on twitch and so those will be out there i think carl and i are going to do some some minecraft on twitch so uh it's under sensibly loud so you guys can find it out there come check it out let us know what you think so just a little yeah. little plug there real quick while we were there yeah exactly come watch me die in video games it's going to be great. I will give Claire credit. She has played Rory McIlroy's, uh, the PGA game with me many times and been a very good sport about it. That is pretty great. Yeah, that's good. She's she's reaching in on that. I mean, uh, I like I said, hopefully, um, uh, hopefully the girlfriend gets uh, gets into RBI baseball. Yeah. And uh, we play that together or it's a horrible game like I've read on reviews and uh, she uses it as punishment against me. It's bad, but it's not that terrible. Like that's you, good. You'll you'll be fine with it. So okay. that'll be out there. That's good. That'll be good. I, I want to hear the shit talking. So I think you got you need to make sure she has a headset because the shit talking's gotta gotta be there. <laughs> oh yeah, she'll get sassy. It's gonna get real. And I know her. She'll put dude, you better be careful here. Like you better be real careful because she's competitive and she will I mean, she'll take you down. I don't doubt oh, it. Oh yeah. So you yeah, better no, be bringing she's, it. She's, She's gonna. It's probably one of those things where, like, we play Rocket League and stuff together, and uh, and she'll like, you know, I'll I'll just destroy her on like three matches, and then she'll come back and she'll just grind me to dust, like yeah. slowest, like grindiest game you'll ever play in your life. But uh, yeah, I expect that fully. Where I'm gonna I'm gonna get just destroyed, and uh, and it'll be fun. I'm I all think, in. Uh, yeah, it'll be fun for everyone. I'm. I hope that. Uh, I hope. We all get to even broadcast that, and that'd be fun. I will be watching every second of that on Twitch, no doubt about it. <laughs> yes. <laughs> we'll have to do a, a live showing of it, I feel like, in the office. I feel like we won't have a choice. I'd be, I'd be fine with that. Yeah. Um, I mean, especially with the complexities or lack thereof of RBI baseball and the exhibition that will be seen between the Texas Rangers and the Atlanta Braves. <laughs> uh, exactly. Yeah. One thing that we've been wanting to do for a while, and I think now we finally have the capacity to do this with all the streaming stuff we've gotten worked out, but we want to do a baseball tournament where like maybe Sam and I play each other in the show and we have Jimmy come in. We'll figure out like a round robin type thing or something like that. But essentially we're going to have Ben and somebody else call the game while we play 
and you know have basically just do the booth stuff and do the color commentary for a full nine innings of games dude that has been that's something we talked about when we very first started the outfielder like a year and a half ago and i'm still thinking about that idea because we're going to make that happen at some point and it's going to be priceless imagine ben being the color commentator guy especially if he's 1920s ben oh my god what do you think paul what do you think paul yeah what do you think paul there we go (laughs) especially if he shows up like that that's true i didn't even think about that but um I just that's something I can't get away from. So we're going to get to that at some point as well. So good stuff to come on the Twitch stream. Yeah, so, it's gonna be fun. Yeah, man. So Brandon, while you were away this weekend, you got to check out that movie yesterday. Is that correct? That's right. Uh, so checked out this movie that came out. It's directed by Danny Boyle, um, great director. Did Twenty Eight Days Later, and uh, he's known for Slumdog Millionaire. So this movie is uh, pretty interesting. Kind of reminded me of like a Twilight Zone episode. This guy is like a struggling musician. Okay. And I can only imagine the casting of this movie um, and the process they had to do. But guy had a really good voice. His name's uh, Himesh Patel and also stars Lily James. And uh, so basically this guy is struggling. And one evening, like the entire world just loses power. And right at that time, he gets hit by a bus. And he comes to, he gets out of the hospital and everything and uh, starts like quoting Beatles songs. And everybody's like, what are you talking about? And uh, he realizes he's the only one who remembers anything to do with the Beatles. And uh, he starts to, uh, you know, record as a musician saying that this is his own music and blows people's minds and starts to gain sort of attraction and, Lily James is his love interest and his whole life changes. And it's, it's really interesting because not only do they take that subject of he's the only one that remembers the Beatles and it doesn't exist in this world anymore, but there's several other things that also don't exist. So I like okay. how they can play with that. And it kind of goes into like this sort of twilight zone slash love story, hmm. but really good. Recommend it. I'd probably give it a B minus. Okay. Nice. Uh, Claire and I want to see this for sure. And I think we're going to. Yeah. Yeah. I didn't see the Elton John movie. I was just going to wait for that to come out. I just, movies like that, I like to watch at home. And, but I, I definitely think I want to go see this one. We're going to see The Lion King, which we'll talk about here in a minute. But we're going to be going to see that soon to make sure we have that for movie reviews and whatnot. So, you know, we're going to be on top of that. So that's one I know I'm going to the theater for. And given that I'm not one to go to the theater very often, I hope this one doesn't slip through that crack. But if it does, I'll just watch it when it comes out. So regardless, I'm excited to see this. Yeah, I think uh, I think girlfriend would be a fun one to take that too. So it'd be good. Is so with this power outage thing. I've got some questions real quick. Um, mm-hmm. With the power outage thing, did he like? Was this like a power surge? Like how long was this for? So it was. Uh, it was like some solar flares or something that caused the entire world. It's kind of like what everybody was afraid of for Y2K when that happened. And- <laughs> <laughs> it only took like uh i think it was like 60 seconds or something you know holy moly wow that is so funny you brought up y2k based we, were, on we were begging for a y2k segue for oh yeah there, episodes. We, go. there we go thanks buddy <laughs> you're welcome yep uh, we, we yeah. actually had a conversation uh this past week about a piece of content and I, i'm probably just gonna throw it out there because i really don't know what we'll do with it but Essentially, it's this idea I had where it's like basically someone 
say it's Ben. We'll just use Ben for an example because we love to pick on him on this show. Ben is really we're in the year 1998-99 and Ben is really scared of Y2K and goes into an underground bunker for 20 years and comes out and realizes that nothing has changed or, or you know that everything changed around him basically and he thinks that the world is shut down I, again i don't really know what the premise exactly would be and i don't even know what this idea is other than the fact that carl and i were talking about it and trying to figure out like you know maybe what does this fall under is this like a, a movie we could make or whatever you know like whatever and we, uh, we may still do it i don't know but i i have an idea for you so the okay. entrance to the bunker is the shed oh there you go there he's you already go. got the experience of digging the holes Right, so that's great news. No, the uh, yeah, I was I was definitely selling it uh, as blast to the past, you know, with Brendan Fraser, except for now, and like, so only only like ten, even sixteen years removed, just like the massive changes that have been undergone. In this I had world. to put a hole in the bottom of a swimming pool yesterday. <laughs> Shave his dad's neck. Yeah, shave his dad's neck. Yeah, no, I'm, I'm with you, Carl. <laughs> I love that. Yeah. Well, I don't know. Like I said, we may figure this out after all. I don't know. We'll we'll figure it out. If anybody has ideas that they think they could, you know, take this idea and run with it, I'm, I'm, I'll gladly give it up if I can see it come to life. It would be a good cartoon as well. Yeah, I could see that happen yeah. for sure. But um, I guess that is a good segue, though. We we're talking about the Lion King. Coming out here in a couple of weeks. Are you, are you right. guys going to be early to see this? What are you thinking here? I think it. we've pretty much avoided a lot of the remakes from the Disney side of stuff, mm-hmm. but not not like intentionally, right? Just just slips by. Hadn't gotten and, to it. Uh, yeah, and, and I think uh, Lion King may change that. And uh, hell, even Mulan may change that. Um, that got pitched... Not not too long ago. Yeah, I, isn't it like 2020? Yeah, yeah, it's it's coming. Uh, they showed the uh, I think the first teaser during the uh, the final uh, the women's soccer final, right? Oh, the World Cup. Yeah, World Cup. Yeah. So yeah, it it, it all looks really great, and uh, and I want to check it out. Yeah, Brandon, what do you think? Are, are you are you stoked to see this? Uh, you know. Disney's just a money-making machine. Um, you know, they, they've been doing all these remakes and all live action. And uh, for Mulan, I don't know. I, I wasn't really that close to it. But you you mentioned uh, Lion King. That's what I was asking about, not yeah. Mulan. Yeah, yeah okay. right. Lion King, yeah, it was one of my favorite animated. That one came out in 94, I think. Uh, I mean, you had Elton John doing the music and everything. Yeah. and So it, I'll be interested to see, like, the graphics and stuff and and how the special effects play out and the acting and Donald Glover is going to be great. Yep. Yeah. But I'm not going to rush out to go see it. All right. That's fair. I think we're going to go see it pretty quickly. Just given that Claire's really wanted to see this one. I was never really. So Claire and I've talked about this a ton. Like I just never really watched all those movies that much. I've never, I've seen like, you know, like little mermaid and all those classic Disney movies that we kind of grew up with. Like all of them, like once, right thing, you know. And this one, I'm willing to give a pretty good shot to, just given the cast. And I mean, it's a pretty much an impossible story to fuck up. I mean, it's you know, it's pretty straightforward, right? Yeah. But, I mean, and they also just announced uh, casting for uh, for Little Mermaid. Oh, that's uh, right. They sure did. 
not long ago. And uh, it was pretty funny. Uh, Guy Fieri and Terry Crews were getting in on that and, uh, you know, pretending like they, they offered themselves up as uh, as Ursula and uh, Triton respect, respectively. Yeah. So uh, no, it, was, it was a funny bit and everything. But uh, I remember watching all those Disney cartoons as a kid. I mean, did you, I mean, you guys watch those as a kid, right? Oh yeah. I, we had all the, the Disney VHS tapes and everything. So yeah, very familiar with all these, even the old school uh, Cinderella and uh, lady and the tramp, which I think is one of the next movies that is on uh, Disney slate to do live oh, action. I don't know how they're going to do that, but yeah. Be interesting. Yeah. I, uh, you know, it's something where I was probably in high school when I saw this, but, uh, going back and revisiting all of these Disney VHSs, they had some weird kind of not, not so much Easter eggy things, but some real like jacked up uh, like sexual references and stuff like that. Do you guys ever see that at all? I've heard about this, but I don't know much about it because I haven't seen all those movies more than like one time. So what's, what's an example? So here's, I'll get some examples, right? So, uh, from uh, the Little Mermaid, okay, uh, we've got uh, the art on the front of the VHS uh, box, right? Mm-hmm. People say that one of those towers is, let's say, very phallic in nature. <laughs> um, another thing I'm is, I'm looking this up. No, you on, have to. Yeah. You have to. Yeah. Um, this is not so much theater of the mind. I can't like go into describing it too much here, but the uh, the other thing from little mermaid that is very obvious is when the priest is marrying ariel and uh i can't remember her her crush in the movie on the boat uh that priest gets a monster erection okay i I, (laughs) i'm not i'm not kidding okay I wish I wish I was joking, but if you if you watch it and you go back, like we did, like back and forth trying to like see, like is this for real? Is that his knee or something? It is it is pretty clearly his junk. Um, oh my god! I just saw the penis thing. Oh <laughs> yes. my god! Okay, so here's the story that I pieced together real quick. All right. Uh, are we going to put this out on our social? I I don't really want to, but I feel like people need to see this. Um, So that movie came out in 1990, I want to say, right? Yeah, and apparently they Disney has gone back and fixed it to where it doesn't look that way anymore. Because at first I was looking at covers and I was like, what the hell is going on? I don't see what they're talking about. And I I saw a few towers (laughs) and I was like, okay, maybe, but like it looks like a, you know, like a, a dick with like a, a like a glass shard through it, you know. So I'm like, I don't. That doesn't <laughs> that, that doesn't get us here, you know. And so I was looking at it, and then I saw a little image in Google Images that said banned, and so they've banned it or whatever, and they changed it because apparently this is true. And if you look at this, I'm gonna put it in our Slack chat here in just a second. It's unbelievable. Or were the illustrators French or something? Whoa. I have no idea Dude, what was going on, but I remember is... my girlfriend at the time coming over and pointing to the cover of that and saying, that's a cock. <laughs> I was just like, okay, all right, oh, you're not wrong. It's a dick sickle. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> wow. So, uh, so those those are big ones. Uh, obviously, the priest thing is uh, hmm. pretty hilarious. There's a... Uh, Another one that was on one of the cuts of 
the Aladdin VHS. And if you right when they right when Jasmine hops onto the carpet, the magic carpet, right outside her window, if you crank that volume up like all the way, you can literally hear someone whisper, "Take off your clothes." <laughs> and I, I, I'm not kidding about that. That is something we we like boosted that surround sound up all the way, and everybody just dropped their jaw. They're just like, I don't believe this is actually happening. Mm-hmm. But, uh, but yeah, that wow. one. And then there's some other ones out there that are kind of like, oh yeah, like uh, in Lion King when uh, the dust, you know, gets kicked up, it spells sex. I don't believe that. Like that's that's, <laughs> but. The uh, I mean, you can like people like screen cap it and everything, and they'll like write it out. But it's, it, I don't know. It's just it seems kind of a reach to me. But uh, you, you but guys yeah. look. So I'm gonna I'm gonna slander this for a second while you guys check the Slack chat for update on this picture. Um, yeah, dude. These I've heard a lot of those things actually before. The erection thing is a real famous one. <laughs> I'm assuming based on your face that you just saw the picture. I just saw I just saw the picture. Yep, that's a cock. Yep. No doubt about yep. it. I don't know. I I feel like you really I feel like people that were focusing on this were doing too much magic eye back in the day. Like they were focusing a little I mean, you'd have to really be looking for it because you see how zoomed in this is, right? You see the hand well, down the left corner. Yeah, but that was to show Google an image of it, like zoomed out a little bit, and you'll see they zoomed in on this to show, like, prove the point. Hmm. It, it's also something where, when you remember it, it's a little bit more, you know, obvious Prevalent. than when you see it every single time. But the, uh, I, I'll dig up the copy of the VHS and see if it's more obvious on there. I remember it being like very, very clearly phallic. Dude, the the head you the, it's got a clear head on it. Like it's obviously <laughs> yeah. a penis. No one wants to leave Atlantis. <laughs> <laughs> I don't even know what that means. I don't understand, but I like it. Well that's where uh, the mermaids are from, right? No Atlantis I or whatever. <laughs> oh. Oh my God. That went off the rails. All right. Glad we handed yep. that out. <laughs> today no no I'm, well I, I mean i had to educate everybody on, yeah uh, there's a lot of those of things though and like looney tunes were the same way where there's a lot of like weird things like that that show up in the background that are very freaky yeah like looney, looney tunes has kind of a sordid past for sure i've like, been waiting to get back to looney tunes to expose it to my children at some point and so like I, I you know as a, I purposely waited to not go back on that because I know that I will later on whenever that day comes, and I can't even imagine what we're gonna find while we're watching episodes of Daffy Duck and Roadrunner. Right, I'm terrified though. <laughs> Maybe it's in uh, Tiny Tunes as well. Oh god damn it! Oh, I hope I not. And Animaniacs. Animaniacs actually does have all that trash in it, and it's well, hilarious. And so. definitely Ren and Stimpy, and I was Ren totally and Stimpy. Yeah, yeah. We've yeah, talked about definitely. Ren and Stimpy on this show at nauseum, but that show, I mean, that was the grossest thing on television that existed, and it wasn't even close. Yeah, that was disgusting. <laughs> all the and, grit and grime and all that. Oh man. Yeah, and and little boys loved it. Oh, absolutely. I think we're going to need to go back one day and rank some of our favorite Nickelodeon shows because there's some good ones out there. Or just even uh, like 80s and 90s cartoon series in general, like the nostalgia factor there is is pretty nuts. Definitely agreed, but I feel like Nick needs to stand on its own simply because there are so many things like Are You Afraid of the Dark that were just yeah. incredible. You Salute your I mean? shorts. 
Oh, yeah. it is a great one. Angry Beavers. A great Angry. show. <laughs> Angry Beavers. You know, I mean, yep. it, the list goes on and on. It just doesn't stop. And Rocco's Modern Life was another one. Great show. It's a good one. Yep. But, uh, yeah, we'll have to go back and get to that. We're going to note that down to do this summer or uh, later on this summer, I think. I think, oh, yeah. I think maybe getting everybody together to talk about some of the Nickelodeon shows and maybe the 80s and 90s shows could be like a Colorado thing. That would be pretty fun. Uh, I know Sam Bino's got a a litany of like crazy 80s and 90s cartoons that that dude watched that I don't even remember half of them. But uh, really, okay, yeah, definitely, Ooh. definitely a, a a rich environment for that. Have you ever noticed that knowing Sam is like like peeling away an onion? Like it just it's astounding one layer at a time, and it's just you never know what you're gonna find whenever. <laughs> Whenever you're getting to know him. And like I've known him for, I don't know, over 10 years, something like that now. And I had no idea he's watched that many cartoons, but I can't wait to talk to him about it. It's, it's, uh, it's, it's definitely, uh, that, by the way, first of all, sweet Shrek reference. Glad we got that out of the way. Yep. Yeah. And, uh, <laughs> the only thing I remember from that movie at all. No, no, well, I mean, that's the most important part. That right. and, uh, your favorite band is scored most of it. Fucking so. assholes. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, I'm going to give them a piece of my mind at some point. And I don't like the thing is everybody wants me to do that right now. I don't want to burn that card yet because it's going to be right. Whenever I do, and yeah. it's not going to be pretty. It, if, if you can treat it like you've got one shot at it, it's, yeah. it's going to be beautiful. Oh, it will land. I'll yeah. tell you that. Yeah. But um, yeah, it's, it's yeah, I had to do the ode to Shrek. That's like I said, the only thing I remember about that damn movie. Right. And, and the, you're right. Sam Bino is, uh, He's a very layered individual, and uh, and yes, knowing him for this long, uh, I still learn stuff about him. So here's awesome. a quick question: back to the Looney Tunes thing for a moment. Would Speedy Gonzalez fly today? Ooh, hell no! <laughs> I don't think so. <laughs> That's not even a question, man. Or Pepe Le Pew. Or Pepe Le Pew. Yeah. <laughs> that uh, one probably to a lesser problem, but even so, it was not great. No, he's the, basically a rapist. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, a yeah, lot of that a going stinky on. Stinky tail. <laughs> yeah. Oh God. Yeah, there's a uh, lot of those types of things that were very odd. I'm telling you that uh, Looney Tunes is a landmine. Like you're you're gonna have a bunch of stuff in there that you do not expect that you cannot do anymore. But isn't it supposed to kind of be like that? I mean, I know it was a different time, and we've talked about that a lot too on this show. But like it was, it was a different time, and. I mean, it was always supposed to be full of Easter eggs and stuff like that and bizarre shit, wasn't it? I mean, it, it, that's kind of the yeah. point. I mean, things get done where they, they're they great at the time and they don't hold up well or they do hold up well. So you can apply that test kind of, you know, looking through that nostalgia lens, yeah. right? <laughs> you can say, man, that was, that was a really funny cartoon. But if some guy came off the street today and had never seen a cartoon in his life and watched that he'd probably be mortified yeah i mean so probably uh that that's a good point i i just i look at those with such fondness though i, I know that i'm gonna love watching some wily e. coyote you know yeah i mean through the lens of nostalgia it is awesome also, i love that stuff also wouldn't so. fly today animal violence <laughs> yeah not not a good look so any yeah any wily any wily coyote reference not good he had a crazy abundance of access to like explosives and stuff like that 
that guy work nights or something because he has a lot of money to spend on trying to catch this freaking bird. What was always the was it Acme? Acme. Yeah. Yep. Acme rockets, Acme bricks. Nope. Yeah. That's a real thing. What I don't a, know why I said that. What a gag though. <laughs> Acme brick is a real thing. Well, but yeah, Acme Aikman. Yeah. Yeah, and Troy Aikman knows. You can't pretend like Acme brick didn't know what they were doing. Yep. Is is that an acronym? What does that know. mean? What is Acme? I don't know, but you can't like you can't tell me that they didn't know that people's mind will go to Looney Tunes and that's a good memory kind of thing and that, you know, so on and so forth. It's basic psychology. Yeah. I mean, I'll give you that. If that's if that's really what it came down to, then not too bad. That sounds like one of those conspiracy theory blogs that I write. Oh, <laughs> I like this. Yeah. Get out the red get out the red yarn and the and the pictures and the push pins. We're going for it. I know. So I just as a quick sidebar, speaking of that, uh, I'm going to be off almost all of August, and I'm going to let you guys take the reins of everything and basically do the shows. You guys are going to do this show, and everybody's going to do their own shows without J-Mac for the first time. So that's going to be interesting, number one. But um, when I get back, I'm going to release another series of conspiracy theory blogs. So I've Good. been holding on to those for a little while. Conspiracy theory Saturdays, they'll come up right before football starts. And then they'll go away as football gets on a on a move. So it's uh coming on coming on strong. Can't wait to see what's uh in the pipe. Yeah, that's gonna be awesome. We will hold down the fort. Did you guys Sounds see good, Yeah, dude, for sure. Did you guys see that uh the uh Big Lebowski prequel trailer came out today? Or was it the tra- uh, not today, this week? Yep. What yep. do you guys think of yeah. this? Was it what is it called? The uh the Jesus rolls. Yeah, the Jesus rolls. <laughs> Nobody fucks with the Jesus. An incredible character, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah, absolutely. It's, I mean, again, one of those movies that I need to uh, maybe get in my repertoire. But we need a bowling movie right now. Yeah, I just watched this within the last month, so I don't know what either of your problems are. <laughs> yeah, <sighs> yeah. <laughs> what was the one that Woody Harrelson was in? Uh, oh, uh, great we, radio guys. Sorry, what are we talking about <laughs> the movie that we were supposed to watch with him. It was it was a bowling movie that had uh, Woody Harrelson in it. Oh, no, um, yeah, I know what you're talking about. I'd have to look it up. I, I can't think of the title of it either, but I know what you're talking about. And that was so good. Yeah, I love that. Uh, Kingpin is what yeah, it's called. Kingpin. Yeah, there you go. Yep, yep. I, I always like. I never. I'm able to remember the the title of that movie for whatever reason, but I always know that it's one of those I always think back fondly of. So. Yeah, always love that movie. I'm stoked for this though. Like this is one of those that Claire agreed to watch, and she liked it. But you know, kind of like, but she this wasn't one of her choice movies, kind of thing. But um, that character alone is one of the better parts of that movie, and that's saying a lot considering how great that movie is. I mean, yeah, I, I mean, think- there's so many great characters in it though. Dude, John Goodman might be the best part of that whole movie. <laughs> Yeah, I haven't even seen the whole movie, and I know John Goodman is my favorite character of all time. Oh my god, dude. He is just this off-the-rails, you know, Vietnam vet that just... Yep. Wearing shooting shooting vest and glasses and and running around, yeah. Everybody knows somebody like that. Donnie? You see what happens? Yeah. (laughs) So awesome. Well, I think we're going to go ahead and wrap things up, guys. We want to remind everybody to follow us on social media. That's at Sensibly Loud on Twitter and on Instagram. And we also want to remind everyone to give us a call and uh, leave us a voicemail. We want to hear what you guys have to say. We want to talk about what you guys want to hear about. That number 
is 972-885-9361. And we will see you guys next week. You know what wasn't on the run sheet? Talking about dicks. <laughs>